Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. I'm actually smart to figure this out. Okay. Step two is to start to write down a description of your initial response to his misbehavior. Wait, I skipped a step. In between there, write down that thing he does wrong usually. So in the same way that you prepare for a football game, you prepare for specific things the opponent is probably going to do. Your husband has predictable, disruptive behaviors. Can we agree with that? Most men have three to five things that you can predict without even thinking about it. He's going to do wrong in the next week. Write one of them at the top of the page. Then you start using your powerful mind to come up with an elegant, Christ-like, Mother of Teresa type response to it. Now, this composing of a response is very similar to what you might see when someone's composing music. They try a few thoughts and then they go, ah, that's not quite how I want it to go. Then they try a few more and they go, mm, that's okay. They try some more. If you can do this in less than 20 minutes, I want to kiss your feet, man, because that's like freaking phenomenal if you can do this in less than 20 minutes. What you usually do is you play it out. You, you try, okay, if to maintain my dignity and be true to myself, I'm going to say this and do this and do this and say this and do this and say this. What's that going to do to him? Don't worry about what that's going to do to him. It's not about what it does to him. It's about you maintaining your integrity. It's about you living up to being you. We can handle what he does in response to that in the next game plan, but we've got to keep you anchored to your true self during this one. Check for manipulations, okay? Check for sneaky little manipulations, like um, to be true to myself, I need to tell him that he's destroying our children. Okay, that's not stay, that's not holding your ground, okay? Unless you feel inspired. I mean, women can get just as weird revelations as Nephi did. Chop off his head. That'll solve all the problems. Just whack it off. Don't tell me if that's the revelation you get, okay? Just do what you got to do. It might be strange to everyone else on the planet but it might be the right thing for you to do. Then practice it, then practice it, review it, role play it in your head over and over again. Try to just keep doing it like 10 times a day. He says this, I'm gonna do this, 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 and this. He says this, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and this. He says this, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and this. Remember, do not make a plan based on getting him to respond in a certain way. That is vital. If I said this, that would be dignified. If I, if I behave like that, that would be something I would be proud of. It's something that you could show on film to your granddaughters. These men were built to tear people's arms off and beat them with the bloody stumps. It's no wonder you're scared. Okay, so then you just have a second plan. If he is like that, you take the following action, which my preferred, if, if a guy is going to be that scary, he has no right to have a woman in his presence. Okay, you have a plan that protects you and he gets the indirect message of you don't get to have a woman anywhere near you when you're like that for an hour, for a day, for a month, for a year. 
You don't ever get to have a woman anywhere near you. And if she needs to take her children with her, then you do so. And you plan it all out. You got it all strategized. I've had to do some very detailed plans with women, getting the backup apartment ready, having it stocked with clothing and food, having everything ready to go so she doesn't have to panic. She's ready, even if it only lasts an hour. Your brain is creative enough to come up with plans to respond. They will usually be more drastic and elaborate than you expected. Like, oh, I really do I have to go that far? The key is we've got to get you as anchored to your best identity so you can stay your true self and you don't have to lose it, as they say, because he's doing it wrong. As long as you're following a plan that you created, you can do so with dignity. Even if it's not a perfect plan, at least you followed your plan. You can always reflect on it after you take action and improve it for next time. Just like any athlete does, you get better at it and better at it and better at it. All right. And as you do that, if he never figures himself out and makes improvements, you're going to like yourself more every day. You're going to be proud of yourself more every day. You're going to have energy to move forward because you're so stronger with your backbone of integrity. And then if he keeps going off the deep end, you're going to be ready for a very happy life without this man getting in your way and hurting you on a regular basis. But if he does get it figured out, then you get to have a more stable foundation for yourself than you've ever had before. This is a win-win technique. You win no matter what he does. And those of you who have been practicing this for some time, but you have to spell it out. You have to write down, if he says this, I'm going to do this. If he moves like that, I'm going to do this. If he does this, I'm going to do this. But make sure it's never attached to how do I get him to do or say something. It's all about you living up to your integrity. And then we'll learn, we'll create strategies based on his reaction to that. Because most of the time, the guy is confused. Like, that's not what you normally do. It's not about appropriate. It's about what is accurate to match up to your identity. So that is why it's so vital to describe your identity. Because maybe you prefer to be a more abenadized type personality. If you prefer your identity to be more Abinadi, then you stand up and you say the truth and then you get burned at the stake. But at least you lived up to your identity and you get to finish the day knowing I lived up to my identity. That's how I wanted to be. Christ regularly walked away while people were throwing things at him. Christ regularly, frequently, strategically walked away and let people throw things at him as he was walking away. But that was his plan. That was strategy. That was on purpose. He wasn't just cowering. He wasn't just, I don't know what to say, so I'm walking away. That's not what he did. He, it was strategic. So that's the key. See, because the, the answer depends on the circumstance and your preferred identity. Look at Christ. Sometimes he confronted people. Sometimes he went quiet. Sometimes he got loud. Sometimes he walked away. That's what you have to check for. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures.
I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.